Welcome to season two of Mama Morsels. I'm T. Lopez. I'm a wife and mom with 20 years under my belt working in entertainment media as a recording artist, singer-songwriter, TV and radio host, producer, and writer. The tagline for Mama Morsels podcast is bite-sized pivots to break the cycles. In season one, I gave you 10 pivots of my own that radically changed my life and my mindset toward it. In season two, I want to pass along to you seeds that were given to me by others, sometimes unintentionally intentionally that blossomed and bore fruit when I applied them to my motherhood journey. Enjoy. Hey mama, it's T. Lopez and this morsel is called Celebration is Free. There's a line in the famous book Little Women that says, I want to be great or nothing. I hate that I can relate to that quote so much. I think that feeling has haunted me since I was very little. And that mindset of needing to master life or want nothing to do with it is not easy to just switch off. But at some point in my life, I dare say maybe even not until recent times, I did seem to find a sense of contentment within myself, and that contentment led to peace inside of me, and that peace eventually led to joy, which is great news, right? The only problem was I didn't quite know how I got there. I couldn't pinpoint what exactly I was doing differently that caused the switch so that I could continue it. One day as I was catching my dad up on what was going on with my family, me, my husband, my kids, we were laughing at some of the cute things the kids had said recently and talking about how they were growing and how well they were doing in school. And my dad said, you guys do celebration really well. And I thought, well, that's a nice compliment. (laughs) But later, as I thought about it more and more, I realized that celebration, something seemingly a little frivolous and maybe even an afterthought when put up against my goals in life or even my goals for the day. Celebration was an action that I didn't really allow myself time or energy for until recent years. You would think being in the entertainment industry, my life would be full of celebration, but a concert, a party, an event... For someone like me, those still fall into the work category. And celebrating small successes? I mean, you go to enough auditions in your career, you learn quickly. You don't celebrate a callback because that's not the end goal. What if you don't get the part? You don't count your chickens before they hatch around here. I've had a whole TV sitcom written for me that went through so many stages. And when we finally reached the day when I filmed it in front of the whole studio audience at Paramount Studios, it was (laughs) glorious. But after all that, that pilot episode did not get picked up or shown on television or turned into a series. And I don't even remember whether it really affected me when they told me that. It's just part of the job. And even if the series had gotten picked up, again, not the end goal. I would have seen it as only a launch pad for what I could leverage it into, a film career perhaps, and so on and so on. But here's the thing. Even at that point, had I taken a few small moments to pause and just acknowledge every step of the way, realizing that each step was a higher level than I was just on before... 
Doing that would have at least measured my progress, or at the very least had me realize that I was progressing. Why could I only acknowledge the end goal? Why couldn't I celebrate the effort, the process? Was it the superstitious Latina in me? Was it the inner me, the usually broke me, (laughs) keeping me from getting too big for my britches? Or, Or was I just comparing myself to others thinking, no, when I'm at that level, when I'm at their level, that's when I'll celebrate. So let me just keep dangling this carrot in front of my own face, torturing, I mean, motivating myself to keep going. Have you ever watched those cartoons where the bunny is chasing the carrot dangling in front of him? Spoiler alert. He never actually catches it. He could run for miles from the desert all the way into a lush green paradise and never catch it. And he wouldn't even realize how far he's come or that there's an abundance of carrots growing all around him in this new place because he won't just sit down and enjoy anything until he gets that sad mangy carrot he got it in his head to chase. (sighs) So all these swirling thoughts in my head ended up becoming research for a book I'm writing. And as I understood more and more the importance of celebration, not just as a measure of success, but also as a beautiful place to rest and gain fuel for the next leg of the journey, and as an element we sometimes need to shift the way we feel, therefore shifting the atmosphere around us, I wanted to talk to more people about it. I wanted to find the people who had already figured this out. The people that already knew that this very small, simple pivot could affect everything in such a positive way. Well, God must have been listening because as I decided this in my heart, I walk into an event here in LA and the first person I see is a woman who's built her whole business around celebration, a beautiful mama and friend of mine, Pamela Rocco. I make my way over to her plop my stuff down right next to her, and like a weirdo, I say, I've got to ask you something. I know you create these events, these parties for people, the decorations, the setup is, of course, amazing, but in the core of it all, in the heart of it, is the act of celebration. And she says, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. And I ask, what is your favorite thing about celebration? And to my surprise, she said, Celebration is free. Hi, I'm Pamela Rocco, mom, wife, and owner of Bashery & Co. It's a content creation company that specializes in celebration and all things fun. I think celebration is one of the most important things that, that you can do, um, you know, as a family or, or a mom or doesn't even have to be that just as a, as a human because I think it reflects your gratitude towards certain things in life. So we are celebrating our birthday or our children's birthdays because we're celebrating another year around the sun. We're celebrating a new job because we're grateful for that opportunity. We're celebrating graduating high school because we're grateful, you know, for the education and the in that experience. And so I think that it just shows children especially that gift of gratitude and 
For me, gratitude is the greatest natural superpower that anyone can have. And so if we instill this within our kids, you know, in early age through natural things like celebrations and things that aren't so deep and they don't, you know, know how to grasp it, that will just live with them forever. We celebrated everything when I was little. There wasn't a week that went past that there wasn't some type of celebration and we really didn't have any money. But we certainly celebrated like the weirdest stuff. I mean, your basics, right? Like birthdays and all that. But we had a huge family. Every week there was a birthday. But we celebrated things like my cousin lived next door to my grandma and grandfather. And so they had this backyard where he would grow corn. And so every September when the corn was ready, we would have this like corn harvest celebration. And it was so weird. Like we would, there would be a different theme every year. And so like one year was you have, you, it was kind of like country theme. I mean, there were just all these different themes. So our entire family would come, there'd be like over a hundred people and everybody would be dressed up. And my cousin Chucky, who was the, the guy who grew the corn, he was like the corn god, we would say. And so we would take the corn stalks and like have this crazy march around the corn god. And there was like this big thing and, and everybody knowing that we just were having fun. I mean, it was like not a serious thing at all. We were all like, we're nuts. But I remember I brought my college boy. <laughs> I brought my college boyfriend. He was a good sport for sure, but he was like in shock. But it was fun, you know? And again, like it didn't cost a lot of money. It wasn't some extravagant thing. I mean, you know, like on one side of the grass, people were playing horseshoes, you know, on the other side, they're drinking a beer. Like it was nothing that was fancy or anything that like broke the bank, but it was just just these memories that like I'll never forget your heart is full you've laughed you you know think everybody's silly you don't have to be so serious everything doesn't have to be so perfect like there wasn't perfectly planned out anything I mean we made any decoration that was there like we made it it's just the feeling of being with your family I mean really and that is what I'm trying to say like that stuff is free how old you are, what sex you are, social status, race, it doesn't matter. You all have this ability to celebrate anything, which in return is really like showing gratitude for something. For example, the corn god, I mean, we're showing gratitude for, you know, this corn that we grew the whole summer. What I see happening inside of somebody when they're celebrating is releasing everything else that they're thinking of or, or that's happening in their life for those few hours. I see people living in the moment. I see people smiling. I see people not thinking too deep, living and dancing like nobody's watching. Life is about celebrating every little thing, everything that you can imagine. I think once you celebrated some special moment, something that happens naturally and that I've become aware of and have shifted it is when you look back on your life, if you have that celebration or that moment that you've documented to say, hey, I accomplished this or we celebrated this because if you have that memory, you know that you accomplished it, you know that you did it 
and then you get to move on to the next thing. If there's not so much of a celebration that's kind of just floating in the air, and again, this could be a little dinner. This could be a blowing a horn and like cheers and toast. I just think that the connection between the gratitude and the accomplishment is what you're going to like pass down to generation to generation. That's the stuff that matters. That's the key to life. I thought that it was very interesting and important to remember that what this woman knows, this woman who actually gets paid to help others put together gorgeous events in celebration of their important moments, was that the celebration part, the acknowledgement of it, the celebration mindset, that part is free. What that means to me is that, yes, you can spend money, whether it's a $20,000 wedding or a $3 poster saying you did it. The thought, the recognition, the settling of your heart on purpose is like sticking a flag in the ground and claiming it. And then looking back and seeing how many flags you've actually planted, how many finish lines you've already crossed, instead of leaving everything open-ended and feeling overwhelmed as if nothing really has been accomplished and you're still at zero. One of the things that I force myself to do at the end of the year that has proven to be very helpful to me is to look at the past year on my social media platforms or on Google Photos or even just to go back through the photos on my phone from this year. It's a great instant visual of the highlights that have happened in the year. I start out feeling like another year has gone by and maybe nothing too extraordinary has happened. And then little by little, as I scroll, the number of moments starts adding up. I think I might get lucky and find three or four really significant days. And suddenly, I'm up to 10 or 12, and I've only gotten to July. It happens with the not-so-great moments, too. I'll see an image on my phone from a specific day and remember the difficult situation I was in in my life at that time and think, wow, I forgot I was going through that. I got through that. I guess I got over more hurdles than I felt like I did this year. Growth. I start to feel my chest settle, and I'm suddenly more aware of how much stronger my spiritual muscles have grown, and it helps me to understand that I've grown. I have made progress. I've leveled up in ways I wasn't even paying attention to. Then, boom, I've just broken that cycle of anxious thoughts that I've been thinking. From there, I'll try to solidify that feeling with something as small as actually ordering whipped cream on my coffee that day just to put a stamp on it celebration maybe looking at photos of how your kids have grown in this past year or reminding yourself that you made that extra effort to see family over the summer or found a tiny way to make your household run more efficiently will allow you to get through the holiday season without that sense of guilt or anxiety that you didn't have enough time in the year to really move the needle. Trust me, the needle has moved, Mama. And if you're tired, it's because you used a lot of your muscle moving it. I used to think celebrating small things was settling for small things. But celebration actually pushes you forward into the next chapter with joy instead of emptiness and exhaustion. 
Celebration is a bold declaration. It declares abundance and contentment into the atmosphere around us, which then breeds joy into our homes. It's an act of self-love that declares, I am enough. And how can we raise these precious babies and future world changers to know that they are enough when they don't see us declare it over ourselves? They're watching when we keep ourselves in a constant mental cycle of striving and never feeling deserving enough to take a minute to rest and say, this is good. We are blessed. We live a good life. Celebration breeds peace in our homes. It says enough, enough for now. And it quiets that buzzing layer of chaos that we forgot was even there because we've gotten so used to it. And celebration invites the awareness that measures progress, whether it's financial, spiritual, or physical progress. In our home, we've decided not to just live in celebration of big moments and small, but to do so unapologetically, purposely protecting the joy and security in our family so that it continues to vibrate in our kids' hearts and they know what it feels like so that they radiate it in any room they walk into and become the change agents instead of constantly looking for it elsewhere as they grow. And one day, this is what they'll pass on to their own kids because what we give them now as moms outlives us in the generations to come So let's give them the good things on purpose. For more information on Pamela and Rocco, you can visit basheryandco.com. That's B-A-S-H-E-R-Y-A-N-D-C-O.com or at basheryandco on Instagram. I'm T. Lopez, and I hope this morsel was easily digestible for you, Mama. I'd love to hear your feedback in a rate or review of this podcast, and feel free to share this episode with someone else. You can follow me at Official T. Lopez or at Mama Morsels, and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Until next time.